pleasure of life. Cherish life and never waste. Everyone loves a sunshiny day. We're gonna keep it that way. Cause clean is better than dirty, and dirty's neater than clean. Mario can't do it alone. He'll spray his water to fly around and clean the sludge that's on the ground. Cause clean is better than dirty, and dirty's neater than clean. Super Mario Sunshine, only for Nintendo GameCube. Waiting for everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Miles Podcast. Today is January 14th. You're probably hearing this on the 16th. Or something, because I still gotta edit this stuff after I record it all. This isn't as easy as just vomit words into the microphone and then put it online. There's there's more that goes into this. There's production value here. I don't know where that production value is, but it's somewhere. Trust me. Anyways, today, as you could probably read by the title, I want to talk about a video game. A video game that is near and dear to my heart uh, is Super Mario Sunshine on the Nintendo GameCube. I fucking love this game. Time and time again, I come back to this game pretty much every year, I'd say. Maybe every other year, but the past couple years it's been every year. I come back and I play this game during the winter. Because this is the time of year where it's super dark and dismal and cold... And this game is bright, it's sunny, it's fun, the colors pop. I love it. So I'm going to talk about my thoughts, my memories, my opinions, all that good jazz. Uh, in front of me, for reference, I have the actual game with the manual, and I have the guidebook. And I just smacked the microphone. Talk about professionalism. Super Mario Sunshine is the sequel to Mario 64, which was on the N64. Anyways, uh, Mario Sunshine came out in 2002. Now, 2002... Oh, fuck nuggets. I don't know how old I was. Seven or eight, depending on what part of the year it was. So I was I was a young kid. My grandmother, um, on my dad's side of the family, sent me a Nintendo GameCube. And it was the coolest shit. Ever. I got the purple one with the purple controller, and she sent me my very first game for it, which was Super Mario Sunshine. Which I believe at the time my cousin had before me, because he got a GameCube before I did. He might have, I'm pretty sure he had it, and didn't like it. And then I got it, and I loved it. Um, I sucked at it, I couldn't beat it, I didn't know how to beat it. As the years go on, you know, you get better at video games, you know how to problem solve, you can solve puzzles and all that stuff, but eight-year-old Miles uh, was kind of, uh, to put it lightly, uh, stupid. <laughs> um, all, all kids are kind of dumb, so let's talk about the actual game. The, the, the brief synopsis of the story is Mario, Peach, Toad, and a couple other people going on vacation to this tropical island. And as the box says on the back, uh, Isle Delfino. The the goddamn island is shaped like a dolphin, which is cool. Um, the code name for the GameCube when it was in development was also the dolphin, so just kind of cheeky, I guess. I don't know. They get to the island, and there's just a bunch of toxic stuff, and Mario is blamed for said toxic stuff. And they put him in jail and tell him he's pretty much got to do community service to. Uh, 
clean up the island because all the little shiny bit star things have gone away and he's got to get them back. Like I said, he's blamed for it because there's uh, there's Shadow Mario. Ooh. He's, oh, he's always oh, a bad guy. <laughs> um, gonna, I'm going to spoil this game. The, uh, the Shadow Mario is Bowser Jr. And then he kidnaps Peach. And then you've got to save Peach. So it kind of follows the same formula as pretty much every Mario game. And I think that's it really for story. But something I've got to I've got to point out about this game. Like I said, it's bright and colorful. But I got this adapter. Some people don't know this, um, but the GameCube it has a digital output um, on the back. Some some of them do. The the first model GameCubes did. Uh, so you had the option of analog output, which was your your generic like uh, red, white, yellow cable, your your AV cable. Or you had component, which was blue, green, red, 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 blue, green. There we go. RGB. Uh, and and those component cables are very expensive. They're like three hundred dollars. But what it does is it it makes the GameCube output in the highest possible resolution that the GameCube can, which is four eighty progressive scan. What that means is I I don't really know, but it's it's good for the GameCube and that era. Um, but sadly, no one bought those cables because nobody really had TVs that could really use utilize it, so it kind of went by the wayside, and that's why it's so expensive. Uh, but nowadays, uh, this, this guy on the internet and a couple other people have made an adapter that plugs into that component output on the back of the GameCube and the AV output. Then you can send it to HDMI. So right now I'm running my GameCube through an HDMI cable and oh my god. Is this game fucking beautiful. The back of the box doesn't label that this game is progressive scan capable, which is weird because I have quite a few GameCube games. Um something like uh 150, 160, something something like that. I have quite a few. And on the back of a lot uh, on the back of some of the boxes there's this little, uh, oh, my neighbor just dropped her cell phone on the ground. Ooh. Sorry, I, my, where my office is, I can see my parking lot in my place, and she just totally dropped the phone. Oh, no. Oh, she looks mad. Oh, well. Anyways, <laughs> there's this little icon uh, of a CRT screen, and it says progressive scan capable or something like that. And I don't know, a bunch of my games have it, um, you know, like some of the Star Wars games and stuff. And I thought if if the game had it on the back, that meant that it was, you know, the, that was it. It was progressive scan capable, and that was, you know, whatever. And if it didn't have it, it didn't have it. That's not the case. And this is awesome. Turns out, like, every game made by Nintendo is progressive scan capable. They just kind of don't mention it. Some games they do. I think on the back of, like, Luigi's Mansion it says it. But Mario Sunshine here, it doesn't say it, but when you start up the game, it gives you the option to put it into prog progressive scan mode. So with the game looking the best it can, it looks so good. The colors just explode. 
The blues are so blue. The water looks so good in this game. I, I think the best looking water in any game of this era. Because water sometimes looks like shit in some old video games, right? But th this one, it's so good. Because it's just kind of clear because of how sunny it is. The greens look amazing. I don't know. It, it's just aesthetically pleasing and I goddamn love it. Makes me happy. Um, just briefly on the box. I don't know. I was noticing because when I was letting my, my other podcast, this is a, you're getting two episodes of the Miles podcast this week. Oh my God. One's an album review of a Slayer album. You should go check it out. Um, but anyways, while that was exporting, I was looking at the cover of the box of uh, this Mario Sunshine. And there's a, there's a ring around, uh, I guess, the background or something, the backdrop. And it, it, I just noticed, and this is the first time, I've had this game for almost 20 years. The ring has words on it. And, you know, it's not hard to read. It's just I never never looked at it. I thought it was just, like, architecture or something. But it says, uh, has more moves than ev you or them all ankle water in the sunshine. So that's all you can read. Because parts of the, uh, the foreground layers are covering parts of that, that ring. So you can't read everything. But it's like, I'd really like to know what that the whole ring says. There you go. That's what you can see. Alright, so, uh, the main gimmick of this game is that Mario has a jetpack. I guess not really a jetpack, but a, uh, like a water jetpack. Uh, called Flood. F-U-F-L-U-D-D. -D. It's an acronym for something. I don't remember. I could look it up, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Uh, so, so this mechanic, you can spray water at things, um, like spray water at uh, at the pollution left by Shadow Mario, at enemies. Um, there's a there's a couple attachments for the said jet jetpack thing. You know, like I said, you get the spraying one. You've got like a little hover nozzle. You've got a rocket nozzle that'll like rocket you up 30, 40 feet in the air. Um, and then there's a turbo nozzle, which is like a I don't know. Like it, it rockets you forward real fast, and you can like run on run on water and stuff. And so combined together, you get this, this um, pretty cool and interesting um, gameplay mechanics that I like. Some people don't like it because they like the Mario sixty four, where it was just run, jump, stomp on things, jump off walls. They didn't really like the uh, the added, I don't know, handicap. It makes a lot of things easier because. If you fuck up a jump, you can use the hover nozzle to kind of save yourself. Now, I like that mechanic because I can exploit it and, like, do weird flips off of walls and stuff and use the hover nozzle and get farther than if I could in uh, Mario 64. I think it's an interesting, real interesting thing that they added. Uh, Yoshi is in the game. You unlock Yoshi later after doing a specific mission, I believe. And you can ride Yoshi. Yoshi vomits out, I don't know, juice, I think is what they call because it, it eats um, fruits and then vomits out juice, I guess. Um, when I was reading the, this, this here manual, let's uh, open up our, our GameCube books here. Maybe we can follow along. The way that it words some things, as a kid, 
Doesn't mean much, but as an adult, mmm, it's not a good choice of words. All right, where's where's a good one? All right, so it, it the manual's talking about how to use flood, the jetpack thing. They could have just called it a spray nozzle. But no, they didn't. They called it a squirt nozzle, and they used the word squirt, oh god, on this page at least... I don't know, like seven times. It's bad. It's like press and hold to squirt. Um, use the direction and to flow water. Running squirt. Uh, hold R to slightly squirt and tilt the control stick to move. Uh, Mario squirt cam. Oh, God. Sprinkler squirt. It's, oh, boy. Anyways, they could have just called it the spray nozzle. And it would have been 100% not sexualized. Maybe I'm just, my mind's in the gutter when it comes to that, but bad choice of words. In my opinion. This game has a hub world that you get to explore and find unlockable goodies. It's called Delfino Plaza. It's got some dope-ass music. This game has dope-ass music. I wish I could play some of it. But I don't want to get hit with copyright strikes and shit like that. But anyway, so this overworld, this is where you go, or the game kind of starts, and this is how you get to all the different levels. I think there's like eight levels, um, each consisting of eight shine sprites, two hidden shine sprites, and a hundred coin challenge. So, in grand total, there's 120 Shine Sprites, which is the collectible goodie that you need to get to beat the game. But this this uh, Delfino Plaza, it gets, like, stained into your mind. Uh, because it's not really big, but it's still big enough that whenever I play, like, Super Smash Brothers, and there's the Delfino Plaza level, everything is, like, spot on. I'm like, yep, that's where that was, this is where that was. Because, you know, you, you run around this this one little town so often, you, you know it. You know where the, what the rooftops, where they connect, and I don't know, where NPCs are placed and buildings and stuff. I really like Delfino Plaza as a hub world. I think it was like Super Mario Galaxy had some kind of space station or something. I played it a few times at a friend's house. I remember it had like a hub world, but I didn't care for it. But I would say that this is like, this has to be one of my favorite GameCube games of all time because of the levels. The levels are just fun. I'm not saying that this game is perfect. This game is not perfect. There's a, quite a few levels that are just bullshit and I hate them. I'm going to tell you about some of the levels I like or just some of the levels in general. Uh, okay, let's turn to this page. Uh, the, your levels consist of Delfino Plaza, Bianca Hills, Rico Haba, Gelato Beach, Pina Park, Serena Beach, Noki Bay, Pianta Village, and Corona Mountain. It's not Corona Beer. Also, the Delfino Airstrip. So that is, what, 10 levels? Each are, I would say, pretty drastically different. The Delfino Airstrip is very tiny. You're only there at the beginning of the game for the um, the intro. There's like a little level there. Uh, then you get arrested and then you get thrown into Delfino Plaza. Delfino Plaza, like I already stated, great level. 
Bianco Hills is like up in up obviously up in the hills of Delfino Island. Uh, there's like there's some windmills. There's a little village. I don't know. That's about it. There's some trees. It's an okay level. It's a good starting level. There's a bunch of water. There's nothing that's gonna like kill you. There's no bottomless pits. There's a couple enemies here and there. It's a good beginning level. Um, then you got Rico Harbor, which is like a um, logistics port with like big shipping crates and cranes and scaffolding. It's a real fun level. It's one of those levels that uh, if you know how to use all the mechanics of the game, like there's a few levels where it's like climb to the top of the scaffolding. Now you can climb through the top of the scaffolding by going to point A, B, C, D, E, and F like how the developers wanted you to but if you're good at you know cheesing the game you can go from a to e to f and skip like giant chunks of the scaffolding climb as a kid i had to go you know through the a b c d e f g h i g k l m n o p just to get to the top as an adult nope i don't need to uh gelato beach it's a beach yep that's about it it's a beautiful beach. The sand, oh, the color and the water. God damn it, does this game just ooze with beautiful colors. Love that level. Uh, Peanut Park, it's like a theme park level. There's like a roller coaster. There's a, there's a Ferris wheel. There's like those little, uh, I don't know, merry-go-round. Is that it for p rides? There's only three fucking rides? Man, that park sucks. No concession stands or anything. No, there's, uh, like, musical shells, which is... So, okay, so you get four. You get four fucking rides. If you went to Six Flags and they had four fucking rides, how disappointed would you be? You go to Disneyland, you know, Magic Kingdom and all that good shit, and you walk in there and you're like, oh, great, you get four rides, like a merry-go-round and, like, the, the fucking annoying one with the robots singing. What is that? Uh, it's a small world. Imagine getting stuck with just that shit. Maybe something cool like a Space Mountain if they still have that. And put then just like three shitty rides. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, some of the levels in that, or the, the missions in that level, they suck. Um, more specifically, the very last one. Um, you're like riding a roller coaster shooting rockets at giant balloons. And you get three laps of the roller coaster. To shoot all the balloons and there's like 30 balloons it's terrible because you don't know where you're aiming it's it's just bad it's just a bad level or mission the level's okay some some of the missions are right uh serena beach this one's cool because it's a hotel uh it, it breaks up your pace of how these other levels have been playing because you've got to explore this place. You've got to find little secrets to get to different rooms in the hotel. To, I don't know, get a pineapple to get the Yoshi. To eat a ghost in the attic so you can get to a different room that you can ground pound through to get to uh, to the shine sprite. There's a casino in it, uh, which is kind of lame, but whatever. Uh, but each one is pretty much all in the hotel. A couple of them take place outside. But Serena Beach takes place in, like, the sunset. And again, it just looks so good. So beautiful. Something And something I love is 
from each level, you can see the other levels. Like from Bianca Hills, if you go over to the cliff, you can see Rico Harbor. You can see Delfino Plaza. You can see Pina Park. Might be even able to see Gelato Beach, I don't remember. From Serana Beach, you can... From when you start the level, you're in the uh, you're outside the place, obviously, and over the ocean, you can see Pina Park and like the outline of Rico Harbor. It makes it feel like it's a cohesive world, like you're just going to these different places on this one island, opposed to what was happening in Mario 64, which I like that game. It's okay, but it doesn't feel like you're in a world. Like you go to what Bomb Bomb Battlefield, yeah, you're you're in a level. But then the next level is like dry, dry docks and you're in just a different place. It doesn't feel like a cohesive world, but this game, it may, it does feel like that. Uh, so after Serrano Beach, you've got Noki Bay, which has these little shellfish people. I didn't even talk about the Piantas. They're like these big tree people or stumpy tree people. I like them. Uh, then you got Noki Bay, which has these little seashell people. Um, this one's got a lot of hard platforming and like timing based platforming like you spray walls and then the walls indent and uh, then you can like climb up a cliff in this indented wall but under a certain amount of time this one's all right i'm not a big fan of it i try to get through it as fast as i can but it's beautiful uh pianta village this one's cool because each mission it like goes back and forth so like mission one i believe is nighttime mission two is daytime so it goes back and forth doing that uh, this one takes place on, like, a giant tree. I don't know. Some of the missions in this level suck fucking ass. Because you have to go underneath this big platform that the whole level's on. And it's just a bottomless pit. Uh, and the last level is Corona Mountain, which is the final level. Which is the most bullshit level in the entire game. To, to get to the final boss is harder than the goddamn boss of the game. It is, it's the hardest thing in the game. And the one part of this level that sucks ass, it's like the level's not very long, it's just a straight line. You're over some lava, there's some platforming that's kinda hard, whatever, no problem, don't care. The bullshit part is these boat physics. There's a boat that you have to, to spray while you're, while you're on it, you spray behind you, and it makes the boat go forward, like momentum. Fuck that boat. The physics on it are complete shit. It's terrible. You touch a wall, you just, you just graze the wall. That's it. That little eh. Dead. Your boat sinks, you fall in the lava, you die. Whatever. Fucking... <sighs> So, that's not the worst part. The worst part of it is once you navigate this bullshit little maze that you have to go through with the, with the, the fucking boat, there's blue coins in this game. And you need to get the blue coins that are in each level. They're like hidden and stuff. And then you use the blue coins to buy more shine sprites. The fucking blue coins in this fucking Corona Mountain are all... There's like ten of them. That you have to get while doing this stupid ass boat section. <laughs> you have to play it. And if you've played it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
the physics with it are just awful. You want to turn the boat, you've got to like spray to the left, but then sometimes it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. They should have just gotten rid of it. They should have just had more platforming things. They should have had a level where you utilize all the tools that you've, all the tools and all the skills that you've learned over the course of the whole game, culminating to this one level with challenges and, and like obstacles. Not with a janky ass boat physic thing. It's sad that that's how the game ends. And the final boss battle sucks. It's just against Bowser. It's the only time you see him in the whole game. And they kind of just shoehorn him in. And then at the same time, I'm going to talk about a couple other things that I hate about this game. Because there's things in this game that suck. There's missions in every level. Where you go into this... I don't know, I guess it's technically like a platforming level where they take away your, your little jetpack and you've, you're you in like this weird space sky area and it's just a platform level with a, with a bottomless pit. So you fall off, you die. And some of these are okay. They're not terrible. Some of them suck a lot. And some of them, like I said, are not bad. Uh, but you have to go back a second time. You get to keep your jetpack to get the secret shine sprite. You need to go into these bullshit levels again. Collect eight, eight red coins and... <gasps> it's a nightmare. So, 100%ing this game uh, does not reward you with jack shit. I got through 100% of this game because I wanted to. Because, because oh, like I said, over the years I played this game every winter. Each year I would get a little higher, um, as far as my shine sprite count. So like the first year I started it, I got like I don't know seventy shine sprites. The, the next year I got like eighty. The next one ninety four. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy the guidebook. I'm gonna do everything in this game. I'm gonna find every little thing. It's not worth it. It's really not worth it. You want to know what the reward is? Of course you want to know what the reward is. You think it'd be something cool? Like a bonus level? Um, like in Mario 64, if you get all the... All 120 stars, you get you get to have Yoshi. Yoshi is in the game. I don't remember what he does. I don't think you can ride him. I think he just gives you a bunch of lives. Which doesn't really do anything at that point. But at least you got something. You get a fucking postcard. That's it. You just get a screen that says thanks for playing and it's got all the characters like lined up and it just says thanks for playing. Like that's it. That's Nintendo. That's really what you're going to give me for a hundred percent for dumping hours of my life into this fucking game. Whatever. I did it. I did it, and I, I, I have going in. I knew what the 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 prize was, and it was nothing but disappointment. So when going in, I was like, I'm just gonna do it because I want to. I want 100% this game. So doing that, yeah. I guess I can't really be that mad. There was no promise of something better. I guess. If you've never played this game, uh, I'm sorry. It's it's a fun game. I know I'm just like harping on some of the bad things, some of the some of the physics. Anything, any mission where you have to do something with physics, like there's one level in Gelato Beach where you've got to roll a giant watermelon 
from one side of the, the level to the other side. And there's a bunch of bad guys in the middle that if it touches them, it blows up. And you have to go back to the other side of the island. Grab the fucking watermelon. Roll it all the way back. Bunch of enemies. It's annoying. So like I said, anything physics based. I guess the one that people hate the most is this one level called the Sandbird level. I've never had a problem with it. You're just in the sky on a giant sandbird collecting red coins. I've never had a problem with it. I've always been able to just get the mission done in like one or two tries. Uh, so sadly, uh, the only way to currently play Mario Sunshine is on a GameCube or emulate it. Uh, Nintendo has not released it uh, for virtual console download ever. It's kind of a bummer. I, I would think it would be cool if they did uh, a remake of it. Polish up the graphics and stuff. Maybe tighten up some of the gameplay mechanics. They probably won't. Uh, years ago, there was a, some guy did like a Photoshop of what the, the cover of Super Mario Sunshine 2 would look like on the Wii U. And it was it's such a good idea to have a second one. I know they won't because they just did Mario Odyssey. And there was no jetpack mechanics. Well, I guess I guess the hat guy was like somewhat of an equivalent. I don't know. That's a discussion for another day, I guess. I guess what I'm getting at is I like this game. It's a lot of fun. I know how to kind of play around with the mechanics, cheese a bunch of things, skip parts of the game. I'd highly recommend it if you have a GameCube and haven't played it. What the hell are you doing? Why do you have a GameCube and you don't have Mario Sunshine? Like, come on. Like, really? Get get Mario Sunshine. And I would love it, absolutely love it, if Nintendo would release it on, like, their eShop or do some kind of update. Because they did a remake of the, uh, the original Luigi's Mansion on the 3DS. I'm not saying they should do a 3DS remake, but if they put one on the Switch, that'd be pretty cool. The only problem is the GameCube natively has analog um, triggers, the LNR. The Switch does not. It has digital LNR. I could see that being a little bit of an issue. The, the Switch, you can plug in the GameCube adapter and just use a GameCube controller. And everyone's already got a GameCube controller because of Smash Brothers. And so out of all of the uh, 3D Mario games... Uh, I feel that Mario Sunshine is my favorite. The other ones are fun. I didn't really play Mario Galaxy. I heard those were good, but the the Wii controller and nunchuck setup, I I just I didn't like for some games, and that game was one of them. Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U, I thought was fantastic. That was great. I don't think I don't think it compares. I I still feel that Mario Sunshine's the best, even over Odyssey. And I liked Odyssey, but I didn't finish that. I got I got kind of bored and then went back to playing Mario Sunshine. So with that, I believe this is the end of Miles talking about video games uh, for today. Uh, if, you, if you enjoyed this, feel free to subscribe on iTunes and Podbean. Or if you'd like, you can always follow me on Instagram. That's uh, MetalMiles15 be pretty cool you can also go check out the uh the other episode the sister episode of this uh which was about uh this a slayer album that i talked about that being world painted blood 
by Slayer. It was their 2009 album. If you want to hear me talk about that track by track in all my illiteracies, go for it. Uh, and so until next time, here's the Japanese commercial for Mario Sunshine. GameCube. Super Mario's Okay, bye.